You're listening to the Visionary Life Podcast. I'm your host, Kelsey Rydell. We're hanging out here today because one day while hiking in Peru, after just having been let go from my dream job, it hit me. There's so much more to life and there's no excuse for not embracing uncertainty and trying new things to really explore our full potential in this lifetime. On this weekly podcast, you'll hear from successful entrepreneurs, creative thinkers, and visionaries just like you so that you feel less alone as you pursue everything you want and deserve in this lifetime. This is a space where big sky thinking is welcomed and conversations about daily betterment are essential. So if you're ready to stop living an ordinary life and start living a visionary life, then welcome home. Hey, visionaries, welcome back to the show. Oh my God, I am so excited about this week's episode where I'm sitting down with April and Sarah, who are the founders of the June Motel. Did you guys catch their Netflix special? It was called Motel Makeover, and it basically took us through how they were revamping this rundown motel in Ontario, Canada, and making it into an Instagrammer's dream, a getaway that anyone would crave to go to on a Friday or Saturday night with their girlfriend or with their partner. And that's why I'm so stoked on this episode. So essentially this week I'm sitting down with April and Sarah and they're taking us through the backstory of how they first got into the motel industry. And it all started with this place called the Sportsman Motel. And basically they saw a for sale sign on it. It's a motel in Prince Edward County and they decided to purchase it, redesign it and completely reinvent what a motel experience would be like. This is such a visionary episode because they truly had a vision for something that had never been brought to life before. So if you're not familiar with the June Motel, they are a boutique motel with two locations here in Ontario, Canada, where I live. And not only have they created a space that has hundreds and hundreds of guests passing through on a weekly basis, but April and Sarah are just really down to earth and not afraid to showcase what it really takes to run a business. So I got an hour with them to pick their brains on exactly what they were up to before they got into the motel industry. We talk about what it's like to run a business with your best friend because April and Sarah were best friends. They met in university and now they are business partners and that's not always easy. So we talk about that. They talk about where they got inspired for all of the designs inside of the June one peek at their Instagram and you're going to be completely blown away at how beautiful this place is. And we talk a lot about wine and what their day-to-day life looks like and just things that light them up as entrepreneurs. So if you are ever passing through Prince Edward County or Sobble Beach, I would highly suggest booking yourself a night at the June Motel. It is absolutely stunning. I've actually stayed there on two separate occasions. Uh, And as many of you may remember, I've actually done two podcast series with Prince Edward County, where I went up there, interviewed six or eight business owners, and we did a little fun series spotlighting uh, business owners in the county. So I actually spent one of those series recording all of the episodes inside of the June Motel. So it definitely has a soft place in my heart. 
And it actually just brings me back to the origins of this podcast. And I have so many great memories meeting inspiring entrepreneurs sitting on the beds at the June Motel with these beautiful backdrops with just myself and a passionate entrepreneur and a microphone and just talking about the highs, the lows of entrepreneurship and everything in between. So I hope you enjoy this episode with Sarah and April. I'll have all of the links to the June Motel in the show notes. And if you do love the epi, if you wouldn't mind just snapping a screenshot of the show or where you're listening to the show, and you can tag me at Kelsey Rydell or tag the June Motel at the June Motel hotel. So enjoy the episode and I will catch you guys next week. Okay. So welcome back to the visionary life podcast. I'm really excited. We are recording with the ladies behind the June motel today. So we're going to chat all things entrepreneurship, how they launched their business, and we'll dig into kind of the nitty gritty of motel life. So thank you for having me here at your apartment. Oh, thank you for coming. Awesome. So I'm really excited to chat with you both. Firstly, because I realized from reading one of your interviews that we are all former Mustangs. Oh, okay. <laughs> so yeah. you guys both went to the University of Western Ontario. We did. Awesome. And is that how you met? Yeah. Yep. Uh, so I think it's been 15 years now, maybe? Maybe longer. Very <laughs> cool. Okay. So this is a long time yeah. friendship that has recently turned into a business exactly. partnership. Yeah. Very cool. So I'd love for the listeners to get to know you with a few rapid fire questions. So just answer whatever comes to mind and yeah, say whatever you like. So April, we'll start with you. Um, What's one thing you do every single day that's non-negotiable? Go for a workout or a run. Amazing. And is there a particular workout you're into right now? Um, I'm training at the gym a lot. I am currently focused on running a marathon in 2018. Okay. So uh, I think it's given me something to focus on beyond uh, the business, which is Amazing. Kind of nice. Yeah, get your mind away from exactly. work. And is there a book or a person that has impacted your life? Um, I have... I have like a lot of entrepreneurial friends that I think have really impacted my life. I also have a father who is really entrepreneurial and opened mm. his own business. Um, so I think he's been like a huge person that's impacted me going down this path of entrepreneurship and creating something on my own. And um, it's been nice to have somebody who understands the highs and lows of that and can kind of help you through that. So mm-hmm. it's been great. Awesome. It's nice to have a family member yeah. who can guide you through that. And what's your favorite meal or drink to cook at home or dine out to? <laughs> uh, definitely probably dine out. Uh, there's not a lot of cooking at home these days. <laughs> but I am currently obsessed with avocado toast, which I actually do cook at home. And I'm perfecting probably every various you know, version of that recipe possible. I love it. I love that that's what you call it, cooking. <laughs> I'm like toasting or cooking. I toast the toast and I slice the avocado. I don't know why that's not cooking. And you fry an egg. And I fry an egg. That yeah. is legit, honestly. That's, legit. that's my style. <laughs> All right, Sarah, let's do a couple rapid fire with you. Sure. So when you feel stressed or overtired, what do you do? I said it's not exciting, but watch Netflix and just love it. turn the brain off every now and then. Yeah, so needed. Um, is there a book or a podcast you've been loving right now? Yeah, I uh, my book club, April's another member, we, and it's the rest of our kind of good group of friends. We just finished reading Eleanor Oliphant is completely fine, and it's hilarious, and yeah, it was nice to get together with the pals and read a good book. I love that you guys do a book club. <laughs> so great. It's mostly a wine club. Just <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. With a side of books is great. And uh, what's the best vacation you've ever been on? 
Uh, there's been a lot of great ones. One that comes to mind, partly because I'm sitting next to April, is we went to Puerto Rico probably like seven years ago for fun. Um, and it was, it went in with low expectations, but just love the sunshine, the amazing people, the delicious food. The salsa dancing. The salsa dancing. <laughs> oh, sounds so good. Yeah. Okay, so let's transition now into life before the motel. Okay, so... I would love for you to take me back to your lives before this baby was born. So maybe April, we'll start with you. What type of career path were you on? So I was working at a PR and social media agency. Um, So I was probably there for about seven years. I worked on a number of big clients, big brands. Um, In the end, I was working mostly on Nike and AMX. Um, I always thought that was my dream job, to be quite honest. Um, and it was it was this huge stepping stone and huge learning potential, and I don't think I would ever have the, I guess, the guts and the confidence to do what I ended up doing with the motel um, had it not been for those experiences and really kind of growing into a leadership role there. So, um, yeah, I did a, I did a lot of working and. Uh, you know, the nine to five grind was more like a, you know, eight to 10 grind mm-hmm. in the city. And uh, I kind of say now I love the city a lot more than I did when I worked here. And my life was just about working and climbing that corporate ladder. Um, so now we come back to the city and it's more about, you know, ordering your favorite Thai dish and seeing your friends and enjoying time in your apartment and mm-hmm. things like that. So awesome. Yeah, it's funny. I actually just recorded a podcast yesterday and Um, It was with a couple entrepreneurs as well, and they started a holistic body care line. And I asked them, like, do you think you ever would have had the guts to launch your business? Or do you feel like your previous experience in your roles in marketing and sales really equipped you for this? And they were like, yes, like we really learned so much in our 10 years in corporate that like no regrets. So glad I was driven on that path because it totally gave me the confidence to be an entrepreneur and know what a schedule and a budget looks like and all that yeah, stuff. Exactly. So awesome. And Sarah, for you, so what type of jobs did you have leading up to the birth of the June? And did you ever imagine the hospitality industry um, as something you'd get into? Yeah. So I spent nine years working for uh, the Ontario government. I'd say there's no job that is any more different from what I do currently. (laughs) Uh, My specialties were birth registration and death registration. Not the most exciting thing, um, but a really important role. And yeah, to build on what you were saying, as different as it is from what we do now, I'm always thankful for that experience and learned a way of thinking through problems and... um, budgeting things and all of that, like definitely develop these important skills, doing something completely different. Uh, I always had a love for travel um, and definitely had an interest in getting into the hospitality industry. Mm-hmm. The funny thing is I applied for some jobs along the way, never got them, kind of stuck with my government job. And looking back, I'm very thankful that it actually worked out this way. Um, because if I had gotten one of those jobs, I don't think I'd be doing this now probably Mm -hmm. um and it's all worked out in a really amazing kind of way it is cool to look back on your career path and think yep it was all in good timing 
So were any, either of you entrepreneurs before this, even like a small venture of having a little side hustle or a blog or anything silly like that? Sarah's good with the side hustle. Yeah. Okay. Um, So I credit watching Dragon's Den. Yeah. Uh, And yeah, from there, I, I don't know, it just kind of inspired me to want, think I could do something. So I came up with a few really funny ones. Uh, I once ordered like a thousand Turkish towels. By the way, those will be sold at the June Motel this summer because I probably sold like 20 of them and they're just taking up space. Uh, I also started this other business called Ensilkgram, which was making silk scarves out of Instagram photos. So I had some very interesting, not commercially successful side hustles. I can see your creativity shining through here. <laughs> Love it. Oh God, I think it's so funny. I cannot wait to see the Turkish towels. <laughs> <Yeah>. Fascinating. <laughs> I'm also a Dragon's Den fan, though. I think it's such a great show. It's awesome, yeah. Um, awesome. Okay, so let's uh, kind of get into chatting about motels in general, because this is something like an industry and a concept that I am so unfamiliar with, except for knowing your paths of creating the June. So... When I heard this word, motel, I thought about something like a Super 8 or something kind of sketchy on the side of the highway, and I'm certain I'm not the only one who has that picture, right? Um, So you seem to be reinventing the concept of a motel and having a part in that. So is this an emerging trend in the industry right now, or is this kind of a unique thing that you've created? I think it's... 100% 100% it's an emerging trend. I don't think it's an, I don't think it was a trend necessarily that had come to Canada um, in a big way, uh, which is partly why we saw the opportunity. So, you know, you go to places like Palm Springs and, you know, anywhere in California, Miami, um, the motel revival is a real thing. I mean, you see them everywhere, all these cool, funky motels that have converted into boutique experiences and uh, really embracing, you know, the bright bright doors and the funky vibe and um, all that. But um, I also, I credit, like, the kind of the Airbnb trend as well. And yeah. millennial traveler, travelers are just really open to unique experiences when they travel. Uh, they're not looking to stay at big corporate chains that look and feel the same regardless of where you are. So they're really looking for a sense of place. And uh, a motel is just, in some ways, it is just a building. And what you do with it and what we've done with mm-hmm. the June is create something that is unique in itself. Mm-hmm. I think, to your point, there is still like a stigma around motels. And it's funny, we have this conversation often with people who are like, I can't, I can't believe you just were motel instead of hotel. And a lot of places that you know are, in fact, a motel that has gone under a renovation has used the term hotel. Yeah. Um, but for us, it's like it was part of the fun, um, unique experience. And we do want to reinvent it. We want to yeah. make staying at a motel a really cool experience yeah. that you seek out. I think it helps a bit too with expectations from our visitors is even though we have a lot of kind of boutique hotel touches, we're still a motel and with that comes a few kind of differences. We're not a Ritz-Carlton by any means, Um, although if you enjoy staying at Ritz-Carlton, there's a good chance you'll enjoy staying at the June and vice versa. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, it... Things are a little more simple in certain ways that we do things. Um, and, 
Very cool. Yeah, it's so true that you mentioned that the millennial traveler loves like the Airbnb concept and and finding those niche little places. And I had never really put um, words behind that, but yeah, anytime I travel, I'm always on Airbnb looking through photos and reading the testimonials of the people who have stayed there. Mm -hmm. And that's just how we love choosing places to go. And Mm -hmm. it's about how it makes you feel. I don't really care if it's the five star that's the top rated on whatever, hotwire.com, like, I just want a cozy place where I feel the personality come through. Mm -hmm. So it's really, really cool. And so you mentioned that there are motels kind of in different large cities. And I saw that you recently went on a road trip. So I believe you both went together, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Can you share a bit more about this experience of traveling? Were you in search of inspiration? Were you just on a pure vacation? I think it was definitely a search for inspiration. That's... um... You know, we were we knew that we were going to be closed for three months uh, in the off season, and we knew that we had all these projects in mind of kind of you know future things we want to do at the June and how we evolve. And part of part of the June is how do you stay on trend and how do you keep the experience fresh and always changing. And a lot of that is just staying staying relevant um, and understanding what's new and what's trending and what's coming next and. I think a lot of things emerge from California um, out here. So um, seeing those places that we've been stalking on Instagram for literally the last two years was pretty amazing to us. And we got tons of amazing decor ideas, but also, you know, ideas for experiences and amenities. And we met with owners of uh, boutique hotels and motels and got their perspective on everything from, you know, how they run their housekeeping staff to you know operations and financing and their food and beverage operations um so it's a really good learning experience even just from a a business perspective Mm -hmm. and yeah you mentioned like you were able to meet with some of these owners i find that a lot of the people i work with they hesitate to reach out for those conversations or to find people to mentor them was it challenging for you to kind of get these meetings with hotel or like did all you have to do is ask all you have to do is ask yeah, yeah, I it's think uh, people are really supportive of mm-hmm. this community of boutique, and uh, I think you know we really appreciate what other people have done. People really appreciate what we have done, and I think you know we can all ha- we can all help each other in some ways. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was it was really mm-hmm. cool. You know, we even took over the Instagram channel of a couple of places that mm-hmm. we stayed at, and really you know kind of leveraged our experiences to help share what the experience of staying at that place was Mm -hmm. um so yeah that's very cool yeah and so could you share a bit more about the instagram that you launched called motelier life um so we wanted to create a channel that felt a little more behind the scenes um when we launched the June, we always knew that everyone was going to be really interested in the motel itself and the designs and the, the whole process of um, you know, renovating this place and relaunching it. What we didn't realize is so many people were going to be interested in our story of two women starting a business, rolling up their sleeves, learning how to tile a floor, you know, growing this business into what it is today. Um, and it didn't feel like the right avenue to talk about that in the June because, you know, it, it really is about the hotel and the experience and the guests. Mm-hmm. Um, so we wanted to create this behind the scenes channel that, um, 
this an avenue for us to talk about what's coming up at the Dune and how we're dealing with, you know, entrepreneurial highs and not the lows and the challenges and, you know, what's inspiring us and what's trending in the industry and just, you know, beautiful photos and beautiful things that um, are on our radar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm really excited that you have both of these channels because, well, first of all, everyone should go follow both Instagram handles and we'll link them in the show notes. But I'm finding this divide right now between people still wanting really lovely to look at curated content, but also this hunger for authenticity and to see those behind the scenes. Like I, I want to know that people are on the ground tiling the floor, you know, I don't always want it to seem like it's like the perfect situation because we all know that's not reality. Right. So absolutely, I think there's, 1000% still a need for both. And I appreciate the hard work that goes into perfect, um, you know, curated Instagram channels, but the behind the scenes stuff is where we really get to know you Mm -hmm. and, um, yeah. And where we really feel like we're all just human beings as part of this game, especially as entrepreneurs to know that, Hey, like they actually work there at the hotel. It's not (laughs) just like pour wine for guests. Frequently. Yeah, you're not just like, you know, removed from the situation. So I definitely I'm fascinated because I've always thought, you know, to have one perfect Instagram account or two that separate your business and your life and and whatnot. So I think we can learn a lot from what you've done with this spin-off and um yeah, I'd encourage everyone to go check it out. So um okay, so 2016 rolls around and you buy a place called the Sportsman Motel. (laughs) I love looking at the old pictures. So high level (laughs) overview, when did the idea for the motel come to life and what sparked it? So 2016, uh, it was New Year's Day and April and I got together saying, this is going to be the year that we're going to start a business. Uh, We brainstormed 30 different ideas one of which was hosting a wine camp for a weekend in Prince Edward County. And we looked at places that we could do this wine camp and this motel that was for sale came to mind. And so we kind of flushed out that idea. And in the end, April was just like, we should just buy that motel. Um, So a few months later, we were jumping right in. And it's kind of a neat part of the behind the scenes story that people don't realize is We also spent one year running a dingy roadside motel that we put our best effort in to make not as dingy, but uh, it was the sportsman. Um, We did take down the no gutting fish in the room signs for the year, but that was was close to all we were able to do. Um, But it was such a great opportunity to learn the business. Um, And I I think it's one of the lessons we like to kind of share with people is Sometimes you're not running your dream business right off the bat, but you learn a lot from that. Um, So that whole year, we spent a lot of time dreaming up the dune, really got to know the property, which was helpful, I think, um, and kind of moving forward from there. But that that was 2016, and it was a memorable year. So for clarity, you bought this motel, and then you didn't have time to make it the June, yeah, and so you just had it as is. Took possession on June first. Like the season yeah. was the season was there. We were we took possession on a Wednesday, like 5 p.m. 
Friday we were sold out for the cheese festival. We've never once run a motel. <laughs> we know nothing about running a motel. We don't have an online booking system. We barely have a website at this point. We didn't have a single staff. Um, they had no staff when they had run it. So it was literally Sarah and I checking guests in with a pen and paper and like cleaning the rooms the next day. And that the context there as well was that the previous owners who sold to us had like almost sold out for the season. So we took on their existing reservations. Mm-hmm. Did you guys have have to come up against other bids for this motel? Were you in the right place at the right time? Um, did you have to prove yourself to the current owners? I truly think it was meant to be because it was that moment right before the county really got crazy with real estate um we had purchased it um in like march or put the offer in in march of 2016 um and i think if that had been on the market for that whole summer we probably would have been up against a few other bids but um it was winter wasn't on anyone's radar to open a motel in prince edward county and um I also, I like to give us the credit that not everyone would see a dingy roadside motel and think, oh, I could turn that into a place that people want to come when they're visiting wine country. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why I'm having you on the Visionary Life podcast, (laughs) because I truly think you are two very visionary people to be able to see through that, which is really cool. Um, It makes me think, too, like you said, you were chatting about hosting wine camps and like you just got together to start brainstorming. I always coach my clients who are thinking about launching a business. You have to do something small every day in order to help actualize your dreams. Like you can't just sit there and like hope and wish and pray. And for you, it seems like, you know, making that meeting to get together and have some focused time to brainstorm is what ultimately led to thinking, hey, we could buy that motel. So it's really that slight edge, like really small approach. It was like we started with this idea that we knew we wanted to be entrepreneurs and Mm. the idea would come second. Whereas Mm, I think some people have the idea and then they struggle with being an entrepreneur. Um, But for us, we just, I mean, through our whole friendship, I think we've been tossing around ideas and Mm -hmm. knew that we wanted this at some point in our lives. And I think came in as well, we were talking about earlier this morning with some pillars that we knew we wanted to build a business around. We didn't know what that was. Uh, we, I don't know if you can count good wine as a pillar. Uh, I think but, so. <laughs> <laughs> it's a passion. Yeah. Uh, we looked to see, you know, what kind of business gets us working with it, whether or not it's directly. Um, yeah. So built around a few pillars that we knew we wanted to be a part of. Mm-hmm. And I'm seeing this as a common theme because, again, one of our past podcast guests, um, they actually started their business They have this holistic body care company, and it's a great product. They actually started the business not knowing the product, though, but they knew the brand, and they knew the type of community they wanted to have within the natural health industry. They knew that their pillars would be transparency, but they had no idea what the product was going to be. And so it sounds very similar. You guys knew like you would be yeah, creating a brand that felt good, that was you know, on trend and cozy and all that stuff. And then the hotel or the motel kind of came after that. So it's kind of fun to see the ideation process. 
Um, okay, I'd love to transition into all things June Motel. So I love this. On your website, you have this tiny little story, and it says, We found a vintage tre- treasure in Prince Edward County, a mid-century motor lodge. We dusted it off and are reinventing the motel experience. With a fondness for great wine and good vibes, we're a 16-room motel with a curated menu of services designed to make your stay in wine country unforgettable. So that gives us such a good picture of um, what it is. So uh, let's get into an overview then of what guests could expect if they came to the motel and they were going to spend 48 hours with you. So the first thing is they walk through the door at the June. Um, There's a funky neon sign in the lobby, which they'll probably immediately take a photo of because everyone does. (laughs) They'll walk up to the bar. We don't have a check-in desk. It's a lobby bar. It's a uh, bar that serves local wine, local beer, snacks. Um, We immediately pour you a complimentary welcome beverage, usually a glass of rosé. We pull out the map and, you know, talk about what they have planned for their 48 hours in wine country. And we talk about our favorite wineries and, you know, where should you go for dinner and things like that. Um, Give them their keys, kind of give them the lay of the land and they go on their way. But we kind of like just, you know, spend a little bit of time with each guest and um, sort of make sure that they feel like they're know what to do and where Mm -hmm. to go. And I think for some people who've never been to Prince Edward County, it's very spread out. Um, There's tons of wineries and tons of different places to eat and sort of knowing how to navigate your way around that can be a little bit challenging and that's kind of like to say staying at the June is like staying at a best friend's house Mm. in some ways. You know, you've got somebody local who can kind of guide you around the county. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, no person's 48 hours are exactly the same. mm -hmm. Um, We have our favorite things to do that we like to recommend, but Mm -hmm. we did start a blog as well that's, I think, 36 hours in the county. Um, So there's 36 hours if you love, like, gourmet food, delicious wine. There's 36 hours if you're there with, like, a bachelorette and you want to go party at the Hayloft, which is a bar in a barn, and drink rosé all afternoon. So we really, we've tried to think through how the experience differs based on what your interests are. Mm -hmm. And so for people who have never been to Prince Edward County... Um, could you just describe it a little bit and what drew you guys to enjoy your first experience there? So we went together um, with another friend seven years ago um, because we love wine and especially local wine Um, and we went for something called the terroir run uh, where you're going you're running through like country fields and wineries and it ends at Norman Hardy winery where there's a a pizza party sitting on like the sunny patio where you're eating like the most delicious um, fire oven pizza uh, and delicious Chardonnay Um, and I think one of the special things so it was partly I mean this beautiful scenery delicious wine um, and then you're surrounded by all these other people who are as excited about that as we are um, lots of like creative, energetic people out there, mm-hmm. uh, and I say I I left that weekend and I was looking for property mm-hmm. um, on the drive home. Um, it's a really it's a special place. Great beaches, um, lots of history. A lot of the buildings date back to the mid eighteen hundreds. 
Uh, and it's it's a neat, special spot in the world. Mm, that's very cool. I love that, yeah, you were looking for property, probably never knowing that you'd eventually <laughs> be working there. Yeah. So it's very neat. Um, so you keep mentioning that there's a lot of great businesses there and partnerships and things like that. Can you share a few of the businesses or people that you've had a chance to collaborate with and any local vendors that you highlight in the June Motel? Yeah. Um, from the very beginning, we knew we wanted to have lots of local collaborations. There's a ton of amazing creative people starting very interesting businesses in the county. Um, so there was tons of potential there. Uh, the first one that comes to mind is Sunday's Company. So it's a local apothecary. Um, so she does a custom body oil for us that people just are obsessed with. It uh, is infused with grapefruit and mint, so very fresh, very summery. Um, it's kind of become our signature scent. Um, and she also does, you know, a in-room facial kit for girls' getaways and things like that. Um, so we've worked with her. We work with a ton of local breweries and wineries. Um, we're currently working with Half Estates to do our own uh, label on a rosé that they make. So we're really excited about that little project. Um, we work with Parlor Studio, who has supplied uh, the plants that are in the lobby mm -hmm. and throughout the motel. Cool. Um, it's funny, I keep coming back to this like concept that the things that light you up are what you're meant to do, and I keep hearing you mention wine, and you, you did this <laughs> wine run like seven years yeah. ago, you always had a fondness for wine, and it's like, it's true, if you love wine that much... That is likely in your future yeah, as something yeah. that you will do as a business. Yeah, so. we definitely <laughs> infused the motel with uh, wine everywhere. Um, Even looking at your Instagram, yeah. I'm like, rosé, good yeah. wine. Yeah. I'm like, I would have a blast. <laughs> it's, a huge, it's a huge part of what the June is. Yeah. It's, a, it's a getaway in wine country. And, you know, from the very beginning, we always said, you know, we're going to have really nice wine glasses in all the rooms. None of these, like, yeah. little tiny wine glasses. You're going wine tasting, you're buying these nice bottles and you're coming mm -hmm. back and you're pouring them into the worst little cups. Yeah. So, like, we have, you know, nice wine openers and nice wine glasses and a great wine bar stocked with tons of local stuff that you can try um, during your stay. So that's yeah. pretty fun. That's very memorable because you're yeah. right. Like, normally you get this, like, tiny little corkscrew <laughs> where you're, like, slamming your bottle against yeah. a wall. Um, now, when I think of wine country, and maybe this is just because I grew up more um, west, but I always think Niagara on the lake. So, is there any key differentiating factors, or do they both have great wine? It's just younger, I'd say. Um, Niagara has had a, many more years to develop and grow, and I think the county will continue to develop and grow. Um, it just feels smaller and quainter at the moment, which I think appealed to both of us. We had been going to Niagara for years, and when we stumbled across the county, it just felt authentic and you know like a small community. Mm -hmm. And you're like you're tasting wine in the same like little barn often that the wine's being stored in so it's it's not the big tasting palaces of mm -hmm. Niagara but it's neat and special mm -hmm. and I know that when a lot of people kind of go for weekend getaways or when they travel they really look forward to the culinary experience so I'm not sure if either of you had a background in it but how did you decide on what food would be served at the motel and did you have to work with someone I, yeah, I, th I think food's been really interesting and it's actually something that as business owners we are, I think, are being smart about um, 
we our our mission is that it's delicious that some of it is healthy and there's healthy options um but also thinking let's keep things easy for ourselves Mm -hmm. um so where we can it's stuff that we're making really quickly you know I, you know it's we avocado toast at this point is too complicated for us. <laughs> uh, we get these amazingly delicious truffle potato chips but it's a special thing to eat yeah um even though it's really opening a bag of chips <laughs> it's okay. um, we're looking to partner uh for the upcoming season as well with some local bakeries so we can mm-hmm. have fresh pastries without us actually baking those fresh pastries ourselves yeah. We don't have a background in food and beverage. Neither of us, I don't think, have even ever worked in a restaurant or served. So it was a funny experience when we were opening the June last year. And, you know, on top of it, it felt like we were opening, like, a small restaurant, a small bar. And neither of us had any experience in those aspects. And, you know, creating a liquor license and putting together a wine menu and, you know, creating a kitchen prep space and all of that. It was a ton of learning opportunity and kind of cool to see, but um, it's not where our passions lie. And we say that the county is filled with amazing places to eat. Um, So we send guests to all of these great restaurants, but we become sort of the the destination for wine and snacks and a bite in your room, but nothing more than that. That's awesome. It's it's good to kind of recognize where your strengths lie and, and run with those, right? Okay, so I'd love to do just a few quick fires about the motel. So what's your favorite room or space in the motel? The Rosé Suite uh, is what pretty is neat. that? Uh, so that, that was especially designed for like your group of gal pals to get away for a few nights. Um, there is beautiful, stunning pink floral wallpaper. Uh, there's a neon sign and we have two of these. Um, one says Rosé all day, one says Namaste and Rosé. Um, and they're just really, they're very unique rooms that have been built for this special, like, girls getaway. Amazing. Um, what's the best part of running a motel? For me, it's designing. I mm. think creating, designing A, a space, and designing B, an experience, and seeing that come to life has been so rewarding and exciting. Love it. Um, best cocktail or wine that you serve there that you love so much? It's going to be the June Motel Rosé. <laughs> okay, it's yes, called, and that's um, coming soon? It's coming probably in the next couple of weeks, and okay. it's going to be called Peace Love Rosé. Awesome, I love that. <laughs> that will be the drink of choice when I come then. Um, okay, let's just chat future a little bit before we wrap it up. So I know this is more than just a motel for you. It's a brand, it's a lifestyle, and you're really painting a picture of what it means to create a memorable experience for anyone who walks through the door. So with that in mind, do you have a location too in mind? Or are you working on new exciting projects besides the Turkish towels adding <laughs> to the shop? Um, so we just reopened the June this past weekend. And uh, it was so fun to be back there and you know get everything rolling again and I think just looking around we came up with so many new ideas of what we want to do at the June so there's some fun projects that are keeping us busy this year mm-hmm. um, but we also have our eye on you know this larger empire that we dream of one day and so there's a few locations in Ontario that we're scouting and where there's a few locations out west that we're scouting mm-hmm. um, but yeah we're kind of keeping our ears open and 
we are doing tons of research on sort of what destinations have a lot of potential and um, what we'd want. But we're not done at the June yet. So I think for now, like it's it's really there's so much creative potential there still mm-hmm. that it's keeping us engaged and excited and busy. Yeah, I think that's so important. It's like, love what you're doing in the moment, but obviously have that kind of line of sight that, hey, if something were to come up, we're open to it. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you have an end game here or is this motel empire, like, it's just, it's unstoppable and no end point to it? I don't think there's an end point at this point. I think we're both loving where we are right now and loving creating this amazing brand. And if we could do this for the rest of our careers, we would be happy. Mm -hmm. So exciting. So if people want to find out more about the June Motel or more importantly, if they'd love to come visit you, how can they find you? Uh, We have a website, thejunemotel.com. It's a good place to start or at motelier.com life or at the June Motel on Instagram. Awesome. And is there still availability for the summer? (laughs) There certainly is. Um, Weekends book up very, very quickly, quicker than I think we anticipated. Lots of weekday availability. And Mm -hmm. also there is wait list for the weekends if that's all that works. Amazing. Well, yeah, I'd encourage everyone to check you out online and definitely go visit if you're up in Prince Edward County. And I can't wait to come see you guys there. So thanks for being on the podcast. Thank you. This has been great. Thanks so much for tuning in. I really look forward to spreading this visionary message on a larger scale as the podcast continues to grow. And as always, rate and review, and I will talk to you very soon. visionary are you ready to launch your business if you're looking for a way to get started we can help the visionary method is a weekly coaching program that will guide you through the process of launching your business and generating revenue in as little as 12 weeks we have helped over 100 entrepreneurs build their businesses from scratch and find community with people just like them you don't have to do this alone it doesn't matter if you're an introvert or extrovert young or old experienced or brand new our method works for everyone who wants it badly enough this isn't about getting rich quick it's about creating something meaningful that changes lives and makes the world a better place join us today by heading to kelseyridle.com for details or click the link in the show notes and learn more about the visionary method. 
Visionary. I know you, you're a health nut, and you want to save money on the brands you love and the ones that support your well-being. Well, Healthy Planet is your one-stop shop for all things healthy. They have everything from gluten-free snacks to non-toxic beauty products, and they deliver it all right to your doorstep. Being healthy has never been easier, more affordable, or more convenient than this. So go ahead, shop with Healthy Planet online and save 10% off any online order over $49.99. Just use the code VISIONARY2022 at checkout. VISIONARY2022 at checkout. It's going to save you 10%. So what are you waiting for? Go get all of your health food goodies and start saving today by heading to healthyplanetcanada.com. Use the code VISIONARY2022 at checkout.